We are the future. So listen close. This is a podcast inspired by escapism. It's the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment, such as engaging in fantasy. Escape with us. Not just when you want distraction from unpleasant realities, but when you want to join friends who share interesting thoughts or dreams, similar or not. People who seek and get their escape. The wind is blowing and our sails have set. Welcome to the AOK Podcast. So now, why don't we escape? What's up, everyone? So today I am uh, conducting a new special interview with Cliff the Artiste, and you are—he's here actually with my two dogs as well. So you may hear them making a little noise in the background. <laughs> but they are super, super adorable. The one was cuddling with me earlier. It was uh, beautiful. Love dogs. <laughs> Animals in general are just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a, another outstanding artist with us today, and. I'm not sure if you've heard the one with Carrie Middleton, but I've been trying to get more uh, variety of people on and just to get the whole grasp of how, of how everyone, what, what all they do really, and just see what they like, what their interests are, uh, like with the Comic-Con podcast before previously. So I'm going to ask uh, Cliff a few questions and see... For instance, uh, how long have you been drawing? Uh, I've been drawing for a long time. Um, in my 40s now, I've been drawing since, wow. Everybody says they've been doing things since they were a child. So <laughs> I guess it's the same with me. Yeah. If I had to guess, probably since I was like like eight or nine, something like that. Probably longer, but we'll say that for now. That's as far back as I can remember. <laughs> Uh, do you remember anything that you drew back then in particular? Or? Well, you know, one of the first things I remember, just trying to go back on memory, being really young, uh, me and this one guy, he was my best friend at the time, uh, being in grade school, and we, all we drew were weird ships. That was the very first thing I can recall uh-huh. ever drawing. Weird spaceships. They look kind of like submarines, but uh, 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 there's an old cartoon. Uh, uh what is the name of that old cartoon? It was called, I think, uh, Star Blazers, I think it was called. And, and I think that was where we got our ideas on drawing. It was a real old cartoon uh, anime type of thing. And uh, I think that's where we based all those old drawings from, those little crazy ship drawings from. <laughs> I, was, I, I really like the idea that uh, it's really cool seeing the different things people used to draw back when I was uh, about that same age too, as far back I can remember with drawing. I don't know how did we draw. Besides like Dragon Ball Z, we drew these random characters. I remember drawing these hammerhead looking things with. They had that. They had hammerhead face, and then they had like a regular body. Hmm. It was like a most, you know, like a superhero but a hammerhead. It was, yeah. it was. It was an actual character, and we used to draw like these little comics with these other things. For instance, I remember. 
I had like two, no, three artist friends in grade school, and the one drew so much out of all of us, his folder was overflowing, and he he ran to my table at cafeteria because he was eating out of the other part, on the other side of it, and he was just running to me. It's like, oh man, my folder's overflowing here, take these. Because <laughs> we were working on a story together, and I always admired the way he drew it, and the thought of getting some of his stuff to use as reference to not only enhance my style, but be able to just have that inspiration right then and there instead of whenever I was just with him, that was, I had the biggest smile. (laughs) So with that, a lot of artists tend to inspire each other and actually just being immersed around all types of things can inspire us as artists. So my next question to you is actually, what inspires you and who are your favorite artists? Ooh, man. You know, especially with nowadays, well, uh, yeah, as you can hear my little, my little dog barking, yeah, barking at a family member of all things. Should be barking at a stranger, but barking at a family member. How dare they? Yeah, how dare they? Yeah, exactly. How dare I well, my own home? Yeah. <laughs> you too. I'm <laughs> ashamed of myself. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the solitude now. Tiss, tiss, tiss. Oh, that's Kat, by the way, if you um, remember her from the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's my daughter. <laughs> I, I think you've been on two podcasts with us so far, so we'll remember you. Well, the, the other one was corrupt, so I wouldn't. Didn't get oh, yeah, I couldn't say that one. <laughs> yeah, well, technically three, but yeah, two were actually salvageable. <laughs> as far as artists go, before before we got interrupted by that little dog barking at kid, um, as far as artists and artwork goes, you know, it's crazy. Once upon a time, I might have been able to say that that um. <laughs> uh, then uh, uh um okay sorry yeah, something just uh distracted me there <laughs> um okay yeah all right happens so, to the best of us yeah I just got distracted y'all can't see what's going on in the background but I got distracted a little um it's crazy because I've never really had one particular artist that I was fond of. I like seeing artist styles of, of almost any kind. I like seeing people who are just subpar to just people that are just incredible. So as far as favorite artists go, you know, that's a really tough one there. I, I don't think I have a favorite. And it that's also because there's many different genres. You know, some, like, one of my favorite artists uh, on Instagram, Moss Art, uh, he, he, that's M-A-A-S, and uh, Art, he, um, he draws portraits extremely well. One of my favorite portrait artists, you know, but he's not my favorite artist of all time either, because you know, there's other people that do other things, like, like they may paint well, they may do uh, sculptures, you know what I mean? I like all types of things, but you know, it, it just really depends on you know who's doing what. Uh, so that, can't say I have a favorite artist in art style. Once again, I just like so many different art. I, I, I like to see everybody doing such different things, and it, it inspires me to do different things as well. That is true passion. It really shows that with all the variety of it, you can really draw and honestly an unlimited an unlimited uh, inspiration to 
be able to always find something that you want to draw just by seeing these things. I can relate to that too. With that's why with my Instagram, I end up following not only my Instagram but also my YouTube. I end up following a bunch of artist pages. So now, always in my feed, I see all types of different styles from, like you were saying, to from sculptures to paintings, whatever. And every time I see one, I'm thinking. I need to, I'm gonna draw something right now. <laughs> and it's me all day. <laughs> yeah, even the time lapse ones, those are my yeah. favorite, seeing how they get to the ones, because I forget the one guys, but he does <coughs> these one sketches, these one sketches, these sketches <laughs> where he'll, he'll draw it where it's a shadow in the background and it looks like it's coming out of the picture. Mm. Uh, the last couple ones he did was of Deadpool, Iron Man, War Machine. Mm. I can't remember his name though, but he draws, he does What's the time Oliver, was it? <clears throat> it might have been. Shadowing in the background, normally a head or, or just the whole body? Which... Yeah, it's usually a head and like half the torso. We'll do it on like the toned paper, because we'll use the white. I think he, that might, maybe that's him, because there's a guy who you sound like you're describing who's phenomenal with that. Yeah. Looks definitely like a shadow, in the, so it looks like it's just jumping off the paper. Yeah. I love that style, man. It, it really looks like it's coming right from the yeah. movie. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. And you see the pencils and stuff he's drawing with, and it'll show you how he got there. I'm thinking, how in the world? <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I'm, I see that all the time. That's one of my uh, staples, you know, how in the world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool thing, too, because you see these things, and... You may get it, like, I'll get a little jealous, but then I'll think, <laughs> I'm really happy that I'm able to see these drawings, and at the end of the day, even though I want to be at some of the levels that they're at, I mm -hmm. still get inspired to think, well, I may not be there, but I still love drawing, and this is actually inspiring me to keep at it, and I know that I'll get to that level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Like your styles too, like the stuff I see you do, I always feel that way too. I'm just like, oh man, like the <laughs> the Dragon Ball Z ones and all the ones you do with your portraits, like pretty much everything I see you do, I always feel that way. Um, and the, the different uh, drawing utensils that you've been um, using recently, I've been, you, you show me like what they do <laughs> and then I wanted to get them myself. So with that in mind, I'm wondering, what are your favorite drawing tools? Oh man, uh, um, favorite drawing tools. Well, I like drawing in pencil, obviously. Yeah. That's probably my favorite thing to draw in. Um, but um, what I'm finding more, at least for me, I'm liking to draw on tone tan paper with those pencils. Yep. Because <laughs> because it goes right into my other favorite tool, which is uh, uh, the white charcoal uh, um, pencil. You, know, you can uh, that just kind of gives like a, a real life life like depth to your drawings and I'm right now I'm just all on a, a, a portrait kick so I do that a lot and that really just comes out really really well between the tone paper the white charcoal and, the, and you know your graphite pencil it just man it just comes out incredible so um, th those are my weapons of choice at the moment um, I am dabbing in watercolor every now and again but I, I definitely like sticking with the pencils I really do that, that, that is definitely a weapon of choice once upon a time it was just pens I used to just draw a straight pen, just fine point pen was like a sharpened pencil, so that's all I would draw with just straight fine point pens. And I was actually particular in what I drew in with that as well. Um, the paper had to be a certain way too. Um, matter of fact, one of my friends uh, gave me uh, two reams of this paper. It was like a laser paper, really. It's, it's oh. for printing on, and I just oh. was drawing on it. And 
it, it just the ink would just come out just fantastically. <laughs> and, you know, I had to stop that. I just kept doing that. You know, it, it almost became a point where I forgot how to draw a pencil when I got back to pencil. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, how do I use this again? But you know, now that I'm doing pencil again. I'm just loving it. So you know, right now I, I'm very hooked on um, tan paper, tone tan paper, um, Strathmore um, brand, and um, just really doing that. Um, and I've learned a lot. Like I said, looking at a lot of these other artists, they really show you a lot. And hence, you know, the things like you said I showed you, it's because other artists have shown me. You know, I've seen this stuff, and I like showing what, I, what I've seen because it's just phenomenal to me. And just seeing somebody else use something and see what they do with it, because it's <laughs> exciting. It's very exciting to me. The circle of art. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> when you showed me the, the Strathmore toned paper and how it really looked, I got ecstatic I couldn't wait to use it myself mm -hmm. and because I remember you first showed me uh, <coughs> the the white gel pen mm -hmm. so I was you were showing me the videos of how people were doing message that. from treachery uh, <laughs> <laughs> pardon my phone <laughs> it's alive yes I forgot about that <laughs> um, I think I was trying to figure out how people were doing some certain things where they were having white in the black, you know, certain, the white would be the detail and the black would just be the area. Like for instance, one I saw was, it was a black suit Spider-Man, but they, they colored it black first and they used the white to do the web lines. I thought, how did they do that? Mm -hmm. And you showed me that they were using white at it first and you showed me the white gel pen. I thought, this is awesome. <laughs> but even with that, it could be limiting. So with the tone paper, it opens up a whole new uh, <coughs> thing with, with what you can do it's a whole new world basically mm -hmm. um going back to what i used to draw with i i remember there was a time where i used to get the i, I used to just draw on lined paper mm. i couldn't draw on anything else i didn't even i like was there paper. <laughs> <laughs> i was there and then i can't find it anymore though there was this this black lined paper <coughs> and I used to draw specifically in that only black with gel lined pens. paper as in black paper with white lines oh yeah it was um, wow I didn't, see, I didn't see that before yeah they were it was they, yeah, they were notebooks but the paper was just black oh and man I'd have loved to come across that <laughs> it was awesome I, I used to just draw on that all the time with oh, um, certain gel pens because the gel pens had that really nice glow to them yeah like mm. golds the whites uh, just like like colors in general and that was back in grade school, mm -hmm. and after that, I think maybe last year or so, I thought, you know what, that was awesome. I need to get back into that. Cannot mm -hmm. find it anywhere. Wow. I can find black construction paper, which is pretty close, mm -hmm. but I prefer, you know, being in a book. But you can't really find anything like that anymore, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, my favorite drawing tools, pretty similar. Um, you got me into the. What is, is it? White chalk, technically yeah. the white chalk pencils. Yeah, it's called charcoal. Um, white charcoal. I you know. love those. It's great. It is great. Um, I always use mechanical pencils whenever I'm uh, just drawing the. Whenever I'm just using any type of pencil, usually I usually do the uh, the mechanical. I want to get more so into the ones I have still that I haven't really used too much. Like there's some charcoal pencils I have that come in different lead sizes I want to use more so when I get into shading because there's a couple things with that I want to get more into because uh, I know those different lead sizes go hand in hand with it. Mm -hmm. I usually stick with the 0.5 I think that's what it is with the mechanicals. Oh, okay. 
and that's I, I do my, my style usually goes between just mainly black and white because I don't color that often because I have to learn mm -hmm. to mix the colors a bit more but and I'm, I'm terrible at colors too trust me <laughs> I'm trying to get back into uh, doing that mainly I want to when I go back to that I want to start off with well no, I guess I should start off with the color pencils and then go to markers because I'm, I'm seeing people use the markers a lot and mm -hmm. it looks so crisp oh yeah but investing in prismacolors or the other ones Copic. oh my good Copic. Copic oh. is just ridiculous even with a six-figure salary you'd still be like <laughs> digging into your pockets like crazy they basically uh, it's ridiculous I, I like the, i love the result yeah but like you said it's an investment that maybe they cost a lot because you can refill those ones i know you oh. i think Copics are refillable Unlike Prismacolor. So. Yeah, <laughs> they're the refillables. <laughs> now, how much refillables cost, I do not know. Oh, man. I don't know how much the refillable costs, but refillable might be a bit price. You know, the refills might, may, maybe they're cheaper, so you just yeah. got to pay for the initial thing. I don't know. I have to look that up. I never bothered looking that up. But definitely, I think they're refillable. I definitely think they're refillable. The thing is, too, I see the difference between those and just some generic ones. Because mm -hmm. with the generic markers, you can see that they're not fully... It's not as deep mm -hmm. as the Prismacolor or the mm -hmm. Copic. There are some that come close, though, that I want to get into. But even like at Michael's, even online on Amazon, mm -hmm. you can see like the Copics. Even just one ranges from like 7 to 8, while the Prismacolors... The Prisma ones are at least cheaper, but mm -hmm. only about like a dollar or two difference. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you can if you can invest in it, do it. But if you are like us and want to save money, <laughs> there are plenty of good ones you can find. Mm -hmm. Just the beauty of Amazon is finding the pictures of how they look on paper and mm -hmm. just checking reviews on YouTube, seeing people actually using them firsthand. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm working on myself. So as with anything sometimes you can start cheaper just to get a feel yourself of like for example cheaper brand of marker see what you do with them see how it feels then you say okay if, if this is the direction i want to go let me start investing in a higher price marker which yeah like you were talking about prismacolor copics and then going from there but at least if you get the feel first as opposed to just going out there and just buying it <laughs> you know it's kind of like kind of like getting your first car you know you just got your license well, the first thing you don't want to do is buy the Mercedes Benz, you know, because chances are, you're, if you make any mistakes, that's it. You want to get a little driving experience, so you yeah. you get a cheaper car first, get the feel for it. Hey, I kind of dig this a little, you know what I mean, then work with it from there, and then you can invest in that more expensive thing. So, with those those Copics and, and Prismacolors, expensive, yeah, but, you know, just see if you like a cheaper brand first and go from there. I mean, it won't kill you, you know? Yeah. And then, then invest, you know, and then you'll know what you whether you really want to go in that direction. Because that that that's really true. Because it, what if you <coughs> what if you prefer um, color pencils strictly, or if you mm -hmm. maybe just prefer watercolors or painting? You may not mm -hmm. even like markers just because of the feel or just what the style of what you have to do. You never know. Exactly. I practice or, or pull around with a bunch of different things lately just to get feelings for them and I'm liking what I'm seeing but you know I don't know what I'm going to invest in heavily yet like uh, I've tried the, the um, pastel uh, pencils which are nice they're very nice um, regular color pencils obviously Prismacolor color pencils love them to death I do like those um, there's a lot of time and effort into those things to get them the way you want but when they come together it's all good um, I tried um, uh, uh, acrylic and oil markers believe it or not those are actually cool i'm not a good painter 
but I'm working on that and trying that from the the marker perspective it's actually very interesting it's something I would say to try out once to to get a feel for it's not like a paintbrush obviously it's like drawing a marker but you get the paint effect it's just the paint it is oil-based paint or you know acrylic so you know when you use them you get a similar result it comes out pretty interesting So your drawing style, you kind of vary between, I, I notice you'll do uh, portraits more so than other ones, but I've also seen you do <coughs> sketches, like um, you did a few, upon, I, I know one was uh, a gift for a friend of ours, because um, he's a big fan of Dragon Ball Z, so you drew uh, Goku, it was half of him on his base form, and then the other half was uh, Super Saiyan. Mm -hmm. So, which are there? Is there a particular one that you have more fun doing, or because I know you say you don't really have a particular favorite uh, style, you since you do the vary between like what you want to draw, but is there something along those that you uh, favor or have more interest in drawing more than the others? You know, at the moment, realistic things are at my have my attention anyway, portrait wise. I'm enjoying portraits at the moment, so uh, 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 at the moment that has me more than anything. However, I'm not going to lie to you, it's always fun drawing any Dragon Ball Z character. They're just, I don't know who came up with their design, but um, I can never think of the name, but uh, I'm going to tell you, that design is just always fun to work with. If you just want to just goof off or, or just take a chill for a moment or just do something fun, a Dragon Ball Z character is always just fun to just to just let go on like like when I did that picture for uh, that 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 friend of ours um uh, uh that Dragon Ball it, it was like okay I'm doing a, a Goku I said you know what let me do watercolor it, it was just, you know it's those kind of characters you can just pull around with and try something new with and not really be upset at whatever comes out you know and and the watercolor actually came out pretty good so and, you know like I said I've experiment with that too and and I enjoyed it, you know, it was really a lot of fun. I learned a lot more with watercolors doing that character. And he's a simple character, you know. Um, but, you know, when you do those kind of things um, uh, 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 just for fun, like like for me, the Dragon Ball Z characters, just for fun, then, you know, I can have a chill moment, not take it so seriously. It brings me back down a little bit because when I'm doing these portraits, I'm just trying so hard to make them look like whoever I want it to look like that, 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 you know, sometimes it gets a little stressful. So you just want to make sure that, you know, sometimes you take it back a little. Do something fun. Do something that seems fun. But I, I am on the portrait thing at the moment anyway, more than anything. Realistic portraits. It's really fun, too. I've had, I, I get into those moments, too, where I actually like drawing portraits. I, I don't like it. I, the, I don't particularly love drawing portraits, but I do have those moments where I want to draw them. I remember my favorite one actually was back when Civil War came out and they had the poster of Tony Stark and Captain America. Mm -hmm. um, so half and half. Mm -hmm. And I had to draw it. It was just so fun. So I think for me, when it comes to portraits, at least for the most part, if it's more so something that's not just like you're just not 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 really a normal person more like superhero-esque or something like that mm -hmm. I, I i like i love drawing it I, iron man's actually his 
suit is really fun to draw. I always had a ball drawing his helmet because when I drew, I drew another one not so long ago. Uh, it was another Civil War teaser. It had his shield of Captain America, and then it was all cracked, and then the <coughs> man's mask. Uh, mm-hmm. so that was really fun yeah um what was the other thing the cool thing too is what I, i've noticed we have different th- there's always a cool thing you can do with the different uh projects is i've seen a lot of great dragon ball z things where as an example where people will take these characters and draw them in their own way mm-hmm. yes i've seen that i really wish i i, <laughs> I really wish i had seen the i remember i wish i saved the picture of who do who did this one or saved the profile on deviantart mm-hmm. um akira toriyama akira toriyama he was the original he was the creator and the guy who drew the dragon ball z characters or mm-hmm. dragon ball dragon ball z and so forth the, mm-hmm. the style for it and actually the story too um, for the most part. So, the person I saw as an example, the one I remember the most, oh, the two actually, the one was, <coughs> he drew Super Saiyan 2 mm-hmm. with the landing still, or electricity, I should say, and he had it so the Super Saiyan 2 looked like it was uh, the human torch almost. Hmm. It was, Interesting. like, the body was mainly, it was more... It was a mixture of energy and flame, that kind of design to it. And mm. you had the glowing eyes mm. and the aura itself even was part of the flame. And it looked mm. just crazy because that's one thing I kind of wish was more in the actual style that the the forms had more of a variety, had more of a look. Mm. But then again, when you get to three and four, the yeah, the look is pretty great. And then you have this the god form but mm. then again I mean either way they're, they're all cool but there's kinda... another form you haven't seen yet you gotta keep up with Dragon Ball Super oh, there's man. another form you have not seen and I again. I thought it was nice yeah it's another form oh, um, boy. This is nuts. I, I don't want to give it away for you because you <laughs> haven't seen it yet but there is another form and it oh, caught man. me off guard somebody else kind of just wigged out and is really nice. It's, it's an interesting take on the form that they gave this guy. It's oh, really man. interesting. It's really interesting. I think you'll enjoy it when you see it, but yeah, this form you haven't seen yet. <laughs> I dug it a lot. I liked it. You yeah. know, I don't know if everybody else liked it so far, but I liked what I saw. And I, I thought it was interesting the way they played this form. It, it's very interesting. That's, what, that's actually what I like, too, is even though the original artist can always come up with some great styles, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of fan art mm-hmm. that you kind of that with me I was like man I kind of wish that was in the actual cartoon instead yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one I saw of Majin Buu was it kind of had a Tim Burton feel to it where the, all the Majin forms looked more creepy and yeah. more just like menacing yeah cause regular Boo he's not menacing at all like his no, voice and no. when his eyes open that was kind of creepy but yeah when his <laughs> eyes were open it, that creeped me out <laughs> like you knew you knew something was about yeah, to go he down was, he was about to, yeah exactly uh-huh. then you get the other boos and it's like yeah they're more menacing but not really that scary but uh, I mean the designs are still cool yeah um I think that was pretty much it as far as that um I think oh I forgot to talk about the artists that I like a lot um the ones who were really inspiring uh, your stuff always inspires me. Uh, Nate Johnson, he's gonna be a future uh, 
interview on here. Um, he he's actually launching a comic book series. Or actually, no, he's oh, doing nice. a graphic novel now. Cause yeah, that's what he's doing. He's doing a graphic novel. I wanted to do that, but oh man, I cannot do the repetitiveness. I love drawing, <laughs> but I don't love drawing that much. Where I can just draw the same thing oh, over and yeah, over each, each yeah. battle. It could be fun. I, I did enjoy it, but I, the time is. If it was my actual job, yeah, I could I could do that for sure. But balancing that among my actual job and then other things nah it can't happen at least that's the one me. thing that's frustrating anyway you know having another job outside of your passion is yeah it doesn't make it easy for you for you to can you know do what you want to do you know what I mean that you love artistically because unfortunately a starving artist that's a real thing yeah. it can be hard <laughs> to actually get yourself out there to make money off it mm-hmm. but I mean at the end of the day it's not really about the money just making sure it's something you still love to do and uh, yeah. it can make people happy from it too as well mm-hmm. um let's see so there's a lot uh, Akira Toriyama Tetsuya Nomura the guy behind the Kingdom Hearts series and Final Fantasy respectively um Gennady Tartofsky I think his name is uh the guy uh, behind Samurai Jack yeah that's what I thought he did uh he did Powerpuff Girls too didn't he he did a few of them didn't I'm he I'm pretty sure yeah um, that, that style um uh um Dexter's Lab I think he did there was a, a few of them. There was another guy, uh, or, or maybe it was Gennady. Someone will correct it in the comments. It's that last name that always makes me remember yeah. stuff he's did. You know, he's done a very interesting art style. Yeah. <laughs> There's this one guy who's he's a writer, and then he's married to a woman who's an artist, and they work together with Cartoon Network and I think other companies mm. too. And they're like a dynamic duo of sorts. It's pretty cool. But they were behind Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Another good one. And the, yeah, love that style. But um, what else? It was that and some other cartoons. You can usually tell with the styles. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, the list goes on. Really, there's always a number of different people who have uh, these great styles to be inspired by. I mean, many inspirations with the people I see on YouTube. I actually mentioned, mm. I think, on my with my last thought, the one person. I've been in, I've been really inspired uh, recently has been well the one was called Juicy Ink on YouTube the other one's mm-hmm. Carol Mary Doodles Mary Doodles uh, she I, I saw her because she did illustrations of the epic rap battles history she would do really yeah she would do watercolors and it would be in a cartoony huh. style wow and I, that's that's what I favor my uh, style mm. is cartoony style so. She'll do that. She'll do the water painting with the instrumental in the background of the respective uh, epic rap battle. Yeah, it, it comes out so great. Every every one is just great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are, there are plenty of good ones out there to watch. If you want inspiration, mm. type in uh, the particular style you want to mm. do, or just type in art videos in general. You'll find a, a whole world of. Uh, different ones to explore. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a random thing. I mean, if you try to sometimes be so specific, you'll miss out on a whole lot of guys. But if you just say sketch, type that in, and yep. you come across <laughs> all all types of guys, and it's just amazing what you come across, you know, by mistake. And you know, and that's Instagram, YouTube, all that. You know, you just come across some wonderful talent out here, and you know, it's one of my favorite pastimes now to do is to just go on Instagram or. YouTube and just type in a random like kind of drawing style or whatever and see what who pops up, you know, and and then I'm you know inspired again, you know, to try something new. 
Whereas when you know I was younger, I was pretty straightforward. Now looking at all these cats, they have me trying things that I never thought I'd want to try, like watercolors yeah. and and painting it again, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm I'm trying my hand at some new things, and I, I love it. Pinterest I like the most too because you can actually make the separate boards for mm -hmm. certain uh, ones. So, but um, was there anything else you wanted to add in closing before we uh, close it up? I know, just everybody. If you love art, keep being inspired, man, and um. Don't give up on your dream of uh, pursuing it if that's what you want to do for for a living as a job, you know. Um, but personally, that'd be the best job in the world to be able to to actually be out there and you know doing something that you actually really love, making money for it, you know, and, and being able to be almost anywhere doing it. You could be in a park drawing something, you'd be in a coffee shop drawing something, you could be anywhere drawing something. Um, and, and I know that because once again. Just looking out people on these online, that whole online world out there, um, you see these guys, they'll show you that, hey, I'm drawn in a coffee shop, and they'll just come out with this amazing piece of work just out of nowhere, on you know? A yeah, on a <laughs> napkin, you know, and I'd buy some of that stuff on a napkin, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's crazy, so I mean, you just keep at it, keep working real hard at it, don't, don't, uh, um, don't get frustrated if either certain... Uh, 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 style of drawing doesn't work for you or a certain uh, medium doesn't work for you try something else but the main thing the only way you'll get better is if you keep drawing they say you should draw a couple of times a day or something like that it's hard when you have a you know secular job you know that's always in the way but um but if you can try to make that time to do it draw a couple of pieces a day and then it just keep you going and keep you getting better and and don't be afraid to try new stuff you know don't definitely don't try and and definitely, oh, big one, definitely be able to take advice. Yeah. You, know, you have to. <laughs> that and critique. You know, oh, critiques. <laughs> please take the critiques. Everybody's not out to bash you. A lot of guys who tell you things, it's not that they're bashing you if they say something you don't like. It's more so, hey, you know, this is probably something you really should work on. Mm -hmm. And if you can take that critique and learn from it, then it'll probably make you a better artist. I love critiques. I don't care if I get bad ones, good ones, whatever. I, I, the fact that I get any feedback tells me, okay, this is what I need to work on, or hey, I'm pretty good here, okay, what can I do to make it even better? If somebody says they like it, I say, okay, I'll draw something else, post again, and the person says, yo, that's better than your last one, and I'm happy. So, I mean, uh, um, I'm always, I'll give you a quick example. I, I, I tend to get lazy on my hair when I draw. <laughs> I tend to get lazy on my hair. Hair is repetitious, it's boring, you know, it's one of the more boring things. Another fellow artist agrees with me on that. He hates doing it, but he's perfect at it. But um, uh, uh, somebody called me out on it. They actually gave me a critique. They said, you know, your picture would be on point if you did the hair with a little more detail. Now, I could have said, man, I ain't doing that hair with no detail, man. It's my piece, you know, but, <laughs> but nah, he was right, you know, and I, I, I told him back, I said, you know what, you caught me. I was being lazy, and we laughed about it. And um, one of the other things that you always want to do, and I always do this, if someone makes any comments on any piece I do, if it's a, hey, I love it, or hey, I hated it, whatever, I comment back every single time. If I if I can catch it, if I miss it, then I'll, you know, I hate missing them, but I always try to make sure if I see a comment on any post that I make, that I comment to every single person back. Because, you know, for a person to take time out to see something about your piece, man, I mean, you gotta see something. Even if they say, hey, this is good. Hey, yo, man, thanks. You know what I mean? Whatever they say, I, I try to respond back because I really appreciate the fact that they give me an input. Likes are likes, but somebody give you a comment, that's, that takes a little more time, you know? But definitely take critiques. Take all that critique, bad and good, take them. 
and just learn from them. Oh, yeah. It's a good way to network and you really show that it's it's one thing to be able to be a good artist, but if you show that people you show people that you're a good person too, mm-hmm. it's a great way to really get more people to actually uh, pay attention to what you do. Yeah, definitely. And another thing I do is I'll have a mini sketchbook with me, you know, a pocket-sized one, just in case I'm somewhere where I can't have a bag with me or whatever, don't want to have a bunch of art supplies with me. Mm-hmm. And even on your phone, you can have. Whether or not you have a stylus with your phone or not, there are apps where you can, free apps even, that you can put on your phone and draw just little doodles. If you just do little doodles and doodles a day, it's great. Whatever you feel comfortable with doing, you don't have to do like a, a, mass, like a, a mass drawing of such detail and all this stuff every day. It's just, just do something. Even if it's like a little, a little head or an eye, just something, whatever you like to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess that concludes this interview. Thank you very much for joining me on this. Oh, man, thanks for having me on. I really had a lot of fun doing this. Really did. That's another great thing as to why it's so fun doing this, because we get to share the experiences of a lot of people and really get to see what makes their mind tick, what they love to do, and why they do it. So, until the wind hits our sails yet again, we will see you on the next podcast. Take care.